This is Lisa Hawkins with Christian Warrior Women. And today I am going to, we're going to take a break from Joshua and, and pick back up tomorrow because I have an awesome experience to share with you today that my husband and I um, went to, and I definitely think I want to share the the details of what happened because many of you may choose to experience it for yourself and share um, what the Lord reveals to you or how he brings a miracle to your life. And many of you send me information, whether via Facebook or via the podcast, about the needs that you have from the Lord. And, you know, prayer is answered. So, I am somewhat of a skeptic, 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 I should say, that when people tell me that there are miracles or something out of the ordinary is happening somewhere, I don't jump and say, oh, I've got to go investigate. But in this particular instance, a friend, um, two friends that I know really well, had, had gone and visited this ministry and had results. And since I do minister to people who have cancer, financial issues, physical issues, or whatever, I thought it would definitely be worth my time and effort to go check it out for myself. So I'm going to give you today a review of the oil flowing ministry that many of you may have seen on Sid Roth, or you may have heard of via the news media of um, this ministry where there is oil flowing from a Bible and people are miraculously being healed. So I want to set the record straight on, you know, how the service went and give you my perspective of is this something that you should try or is it safe or is it scary? Is it spooky or anything like that? I want to share exactly what my experience was, and then let you choose if this is something that you may want to do in your season of healing or in your season of looking for revelation or change or whatever it may be. So I drove up prepared for, you know, looking for anything that might be out of the ordinary, a little strange, and I consider myself sensitive when it comes to the spiritual realm. Um, as many of you know, I am over the state of Georgia for healing rooms, and I've had my own healing room um, as a director for over seven years, and I've served in the area of healing and ministry, oh gosh, over 20 years. So my husband and I drive up. It's about eh, an hour and 40 minutes away from where I live. So this isn't no little investment. This is a huge investment of time and energy. But for me, how I looked at it, well, I sit and watch worthless movies all the time that turn out to not be good for an hour and a half or two. So surely I can drive my butt up to Dalton, Georgia, and check out this ministry. So when we get there, if for me, and the title of, of this podcast is Jesus Meets Us at the Door. And this is the reason. Well, first of all, we wind up being 20 minutes late. 
And this is not what I was trying to do, but um, it was un- unfortunately unavoidable. So I'm already a little tense saying, gosh, we might be missing something good or yada, yada. What if they can't take but so many people? So I'm already going up stressed. So we get up there and it's pretty quiet in the area. I can see there's a lot of cars, but it's in a downtown area. So obviously there's other things going on in the downtown. I don't see anybody outside um, the auditorium and theater where it's being held. But as I said, we were late. So I'm looking for a parking spot, no parking spots. So we drive by the front and then now I'm kind of trying to find a spot in downtown, in the downtown area. So I'm already past the building in the, in the back going, you know, streets over. And I don't know, but what I do know is later my husband had the same feeling. So I, I know that that was my confirmation for me. As I was looking for a spot not in front of where this place was, I saw the corner of my eye, this man opened this back door and he looks like he's coming directly for me. And I saw him wave his hand and I said to my he waving at us because how would he know? How, why would he be waving us? I don't know him. And we're not like in front of the church for you to think that, okay, he knows that you're here for that. We're in a downtown area. And so he waves, like familiar, I know you kind of thing. And so we kind of roll down the window and he comes up and says, you're looking for a spot to park. And I'm like, yeah, is, is, is this part of the, the building or the ministry? And so he tells me where to go to park. And it felt it just was one of those moments that out of nowhere, it's just the way it happened. And it's one of those you have to kind of have been there to feel or sense like, where did he come from? And where the auditorium was, how did he get to us there? He wasn't in the front. How did he know? So anyway, and he went back in that same spot of where he came out, which wasn't an entrance. So it was a little weird, but, you know, we were trying to find a spot. So anyway, I go exactly where he tells me to go. And there's a spot there right in the front of this parking lot. Perfect for me. I didn't even have to look. It was just like they're waiting. So I have to use the restroom. So I rush ahead of my husband to go in. And while I'm rushing in, I see, oh, gosh, the service has started. And as I'm washing my hands, um before I walk in, it's like the, the, the Holy Spirit says that I welcomed you. And it was just like a, it was like that was me. And it was this, you know, I wish I could explain it to you, but it was like, I knew like that was the Lord who found me and knew that I was, and it was like, you can relax. It was like the Lord was saying, you can relax everything's fine, you know, because in my mind, anybody who knows me, type A, I'm like, what did I miss? What did I blah, blah, blah? And I'm, I'm thinking of, I didn't, you know, you didn't drive two hours to miss anything. And so the Lord was just like, everything's okay. And so I go in and find a seat and you can see some of the praise and worship that I put on Facebook as well. 
And so it was very, the atmosphere was very comfortable. There was nothing in the service that didn't look like a regular church service. When we got there was praise and worship songs, the same way you do praise and worship at church every Sunday, um, maybe with less bass and um, less drums, but definitely a prayerful and devotional um, moment. And as I mentioned, you can watch the video on the Facebook page for, Chris, for um, Christian Warrior Woman. And so after the prayer, um, people started sharing their testimonies of healings because this has been going on for over a year since 2018. So people who had been there last week or weeks before or last year, um, people were getting up and testifying. And there was a man from California who flew in because he had come and received some of the oil and actually um, had someone that was in ICU and in critical condition. And he testified that he's not in ministry. He's not someone who even consider himself a real prayer, a person that's strong in prayer. But he, he believed and took the oil and rubbed it on this person in the ICU that the doctors didn't have a lot of hope for. And lo and behold, the person who was somewhat not responsive while he was there um, asked for his mother. So that was like the first miracle that he spoke. And then he asked for the gentleman by name that he didn't even really know that well. And so he came over and prayed again for him and put more of the oil on him. And within a short period of time of days, this person started recovering. And so this man shared his testimony, seemed very sincere and testimonies that you would hear in, in any other setting. Um, other people testified of what God had done for them. Nothing strange or um, a young girl testified about the Lord, you know, healing her. And she seemed to be like a teenager. And she had just come to this country and, and learned English within, I believe they said, three months. So everything again, very comfortable, nothing. There's no people walking around doing anything spooky feeling or anything uncomfortable. It felt like to me any other time at church. So here is where it gets good. So praise and worship is now over. And um, the woman who I believe she is the daughter of the gentleman who started um, this, you know, makes a couple of announcements stating that for one, for those of you in the Georgia area thinking of, of going, um, they won't be back. The oil is kind of going on tour with the Bible. Um, people are requesting it in other places, so they won't be back till July 2nd. So if you are interested in going, July 2nd, um, which is a Tuesday or the weekend right before July 4th, yeah, it's Tuesday before July 4th, would be the next time that it will be, uh, they'll have a service in Georgia. So they mentioned that we're going to, for those who would like prayer, that you can start getting online for prayer and the teams will start praying for you. I, as I mentioned, have a healing room. The folks were online and getting prayer as you would in any church healing line. Um, they did state that, you know, there may be people who 
may come upon you and start praying or have a word for you. And they shared what I would share in the healing room, that um, if you feel a word doesn't make you feel comfortable or whatever, you don't have to receive it. And we say the same thing when you come to um, Open Heaven Healing Rooms. So I'm standing online and the Bible is in this oil. And I would recommend you go to YouTube or go to Google and put in oil flowing um, Bible and you will come upon the ministry that I'm talking about. And you can get the background on how this began with a prayer and fasting group, and you can get all of the minute details about it. But in any case, back to I get online and my husband decides to sit and, you know, stay seated and people are praying kind of all over. So I, I stand on this line and well, the leader, um, one of the leaders, and, I, and takes the Bible out of the oil and I'm on the line where he um, starts just going and putting the Bible on foreheads of the people waiting online for prayer, which you can imagine can be powerful in itself. So a couple of folks start passing out in the spirit and really feeling. And so he comes to me and, you know, he's just putting it on the forehead once. And, you know, someone is standing near you in case some people pass out that they're safe. And he's just praying real quick and moving up. And so he's trying to go, you know, around to several different people. So he puts it on my forehead. Now, let me give a preface. So I don't I don't know anybody at this ministry. And although I have a healing ministry, I did not go dressed like or looking like any kind of minister of any kind. I had on sweats. I was very casual, no makeup. Um, I had a T-shirt on. So there was nothing. And lo and behold, I even forgot my wedding ring. So there was nothing about me that anyone could pick up that, oh, she's in ministry or she doesn't. I didn't speak to anybody. I was there like the place was packed. So there were people there from all over the world, all over the country. I um, helped a woman up who had fallen down in the spirit. She was from Delaware. So people have come from all over to this small town to get a miracle and to hear from God. So that gives you kind of the backdrop of this setting and the place is packed. And this is a Tuesday in the morning when most people are at work. So while, um, you know, the minister puts the Bible on my head, he walks away um, a couple of steps to put it on other people's head. And he literally turns around and comes back to me and puts it on my head again and prays again. Now, only the Lord or people really close to me in the ministry ever know that I always joke about the Lord, that um, the Lord will tell me something. And I've always prayed, and this is years ago, I did this prayer, and this, is, this will show you how faithful God is. And I always tell the Lord, you know, I'm slow sometimes on picking up when you really want me to pay attention. And so, please, Lord, this is a prayer I prayed like 10, 12 years ago. Please, Lord, always give me like 
like a, a double dose, like a second message or send me someone who confirms it. So literally when this minister came back and did it again, and he didn't do it on the other people around me that he had just put on there for it. When he came back and did it again, it was so in my heart that I knew this was the Lord saying, pay attention and, you know, confirming that where I was was where I was supposed to be. And it just, I'm not, I didn't feel any fire or anything in my head and, and nothing like that. But it was something that in my spirit that I knew what God was doing. Because that is how we communicate and only he and I know that. So when he came the second time, I didn't even have my eyes open. I barely was able to open up my eyes from the first time he did it when he came back the second time. And so it put me in a place of peace right there because I'm laughing in my spirit saying, you know, I am slow. I would need to. He knew I needed the double dose. And so I appreciated that. Now, I, you know, when you go to services like this, you have in your mind maybe what you would like prayer for. And I didn't have a list. I didn't have anything in particular, but I thought I was going to, you know, probably pray about um, the online course and ministry stuff that I'm about to release and do. So probably in the back of my mind, that was what I was thinking that I wanted prayer for. So I'm still online waiting to get my the, the prayer The Bible on the forehead with the oil was, hey, this was the added extra and bonus. So while I'm online, I'm feeling, I don't know, maybe a little tense or just maybe, you know, I have been um, feeling just exhausted lately and just it it, just had this um, place of not feeling like my normal self and and not really sure what it is there. There's no pronounced sin or anything like that. But it's like I feel I I want the change that the Lord is telling me that's coming. I think I want it faster. You know, the Martha in me wants it faster. And I'm supposed to be more of the Mary. And so it's kind of, I think, the, the Martha and Mary um, spirits are just um, fighting within me. And so, as I mentioned, some of the people getting prayer, you know, are passing out in the spirit. Not a lot, but some are. And so this woman gets up from the floor after, you know, being blessed and the, the power of the Lord touches her and she gets up. And I don't know The best way for me to describe this is that she, when she gets up, for whatever reason, I'm in front of her or in her gaze of some kind, and it literally looks like she gets a jolt, (laughs) like not like a, it's just like almost like a snap awake kind of thing. And the Holy Spirit within her, she just starts, I mean, it's like literally, it was almost like she got up and like the Holy Spirit just like pointed her like sharply 
like into my gaze. And then she just started going into praying in tongues and coming over to me. And in that moment, she is literally saying the words that I had thought when I knew I was going to this service over the like probably yesterday it was there was a particular word that I was saying that I need. And she came directly to me with that same word that I had just used that my husband didn't even know this word. And she it was like literally like she was programmed to come to me and she starts saying this and she starts praying in tongues over me. And I was standing there kind of, you know, cool and calm and collected, waiting for my prayer. And this woman in her prayer, in touching me, she's it's like cracking the eggshell around me. And it's like literally she was just like, let it go. And she was speaking that word that what I thought that I needed. And then I started feeling loopy. Like I wasn't going to be able to stand on my feet and I'm trying to make sure I'm standing because I don't want to lose my place in line, <laughs> to be probably honest. But in that moment, her and I, you know, she's praying for me and then I opened and I don't know, I was praying in tongues and it looked like I was then praying for her. Then she was getting more from the Lord and it was like this crossover between us going back and forth in the spirit but I was feeling drunk and she knew that I looked like I, I was about to like go down and I was trying to like at least stay on my feet but allow the Lord to do what he was doing and it was such a special moment remember I'm still online to get prayer and I've already now had um, what, three prayers. And this one, though, it broke me. It broke whatever was making me feel anxious or tense, whatever it was, something broke in that moment in the prayer with this woman who was praying in tongues. And in that break, I let go of something. But it made me relax and it made me just release it to the Lord. And so it was so special that I'm still in line. And when it was over, like five, 10 minutes later, I hugged her and it was like this connection that was, it was what I needed. And it put me in the state of mind to receive what the Lord was going to do. And I know now looking back, and I don't want to give you what's what the future, what I'm about to say, but I now know what her role was with me today. So she kind of breaks the shell and breaks down and, and maybe any, any doubt or whatever that I may have had as well about this whole thing, all of that was just like broken off. So I'm still online waiting for prayer. And then I go up for prayer and I wasn't thinking online what I was going to ask for. You know, you're supposed to know the ask from the Lord, right? And so I get up before him and this is where the Lord is, is so humbling. 
because many times we want to get prayer for things manifesting in our lives. Maybe it's money, maybe it's a better job, maybe it's our spouse, maybe it's our children. And in that moment, and I always teach about people going for the root of their issue, not the manifestation. You know, for an example, a person who's an alcoholic, it's not because they like alcohol. There's a reason that they drink alcohol in excess. So what is it they're trying to forget? You get what I'm saying? So I get before him and I start, I had no idea that I was going to get prayer for the subject I mentioned. And I was supposed to be up there getting prayer for myself. And I wound up praying at requesting prayer for my marriage, for my husband, but it came and for love. And it came from the root was love that I wanted more love. And if I'm, if I'm being transparent and I didn't say I wanted love, the minister praying said that the Lord wants you to know, uh, to gain, to have more love. And in that moment, I didn't know what the root was. And this is what was really key about this prayer. It wasn't about falling out. It wasn't about people, you know, roaming and yelling and on hands, you know, all of that. But in this simple moment, the minister who looked, and I always, for whatever reason, I always have, it's like when when someone prays for me that I know is really connected to God, it's like I can really, I can feel it, if that makes sense to you. It's not, you know, I've been around people who try to perform their prayer and they got all these, and the Lord say, ha, and they do all this animation stuff. But people that are, are real and close to God you feel it in their presence. You feel it when you look in their eyes. And it was that moment that he, when he looked in my eyes and I looked in his eyes, it was like, it felt like for me, and I have to be careful, I'll get emotional. Um, it felt like I was naked before God. And what mattered was the truth. All these things that we pray about or think that we want, it was like in an instant, it just like vanished. And it was like, what did I really want from God? And the minister said, in whatever request I shared with him, and I know I did share about um, prayer for my husband as well. He prayed for love. And it was so pure and it was so satisfying. And it was so what I needed. I didn't need excess. I didn't need, you know, all my children named. My children weren't even prayed for today. It was none of that. It was love. And it, when the words came out, 
it so hit my heart with truth. You know, when you hit with truth, you even sometimes when you don't even know what the truth is sometimes, when, when, because you haven't dissected what it's down to, you, you think of all the things that are manifesting, but you don't know what it really is. And it was so like true. So I was blessed and I knew that in that moment, (coughs) excuse me, that the Lord brought me there to hear those words and that the Lord had orchestrated my whole morning. And I knew down to the guy that came out on the street to tell me where to park (coughs) was the, was the Lord. And so you would think that I would be satisfied with prayer, right? So I looked to find my husband who has already received prayer once or twice by someone and also received Um, I think the gentleman that had the the Bible with oil prayed for him as well. So I'm making my way toward the exit when this other gentleman prays for me as well. And turns out that um, he's in ministry and he looks in my eyes and and says that he knows that I'm in the healing um, ministry because of my smile. That when I smiled, he felt the healing power from just the way I smiled. And so since he was in front of me, I was like, you know, felt led for him to pray for the healing ministry and what the Lord is about to reveal. And we wound up talking and he wanted to find out if he could buy my book and took a picture of it. So he's over a Bible school up there in Chattanooga. And I'm um, getting his master's, um, and he's a pastor and a minister, and was just stating that when he prayed for me, he looked at me and said, what do you want prayer for? And again, I was in this place of I sh- I sh- what I should have said, but what came out was to be fulfilling God's will. And... To have before, oh, I'm sorry, I didn't, um, what I didn't share, let me back, let me backpedal. What I didn't share when he said that he knew that I had, uh, my smile told him that I was in healing. He said that a prophetic word that he gave, which also gave me confirmation was that the Lord has, has called you to activate and empower women to know their authority in Christ. Now, here's again, someone doesn't know me from Adam. If anybody knows me, that is what the Lord's called me to do with women. And the premise of me even writing the book, Christian Warrior Woman, was because of those exact words. And when he said those words, And I don't know why the Lord told me to bring a copy of my book with me. And in that moment, I said, this is why the Lord had. So I when he said that word, I always like to let people know how spot on their word is. 
I took out my book to show him, this is what you just said is the reason why I wrote this book. And, um, and what I'm moving forward with in trying to get in as many hands of women as possible. And that's when he did the picture of the book and said, oh, he's got two daughters. He's got to read it and get it in their hands. So here I was trying to leave. And what is the Lord doing? So when he said to me, this pastor, what would you like prayer for? I said to be in God's will. And he was like, that's the perfect prayer. It was like I wasn't praying for a worldwide ministry. I wasn't praying for to be known for this and that and the other, but to be in God's will and to be strengthened. And then lo and behold, while he is praying, he starts prophesying about this ministry is going beyond Georgia. It's going beyond this and that and the other. And I smile. And I say that not because I'm sharing a prophetic word that someone said to brag. But what, what I'm saying is whatever God is calling you to do, that you, it doesn't stop it. So when we say words such as to be in God's will, you know, there's so many people like, oh, you got to claim it to get it. And we make, we can sometimes make prayer and make um, our needs Ministries or people can make a, make us feel like it's a complicated thing. But if I'm in, if I'm fulfilling the will of the Lord, that means my life is consecrated before Him, that I am hearing Him, and that I am living my life accordingly to what His Word says, and that I am I'm truly surrendered. And see, to me. As we've been going through the book of Joshua, if we live a surrendered life, all these other things that we have as needs, they're taken care of automatically. Because when we say, not by my will, and I release my will, and I, I release that God, I serve and honor you and you alone, then the Lord provides our every needs. Well, does that mean we don't go to work? Of course we go to work. But we're now not relying on being stressed and anxious about all the areas in our lives that the world is anxious and stressed about. I'm not anxious about keeping up with my girlfriends and where they're traveling and what clothes they're buying and what trips they're taking or the things that they're wearing. I'm caught up in with the, with the direction the Lord is pointing me in. And for me, as I mentioned earlier, I have to rest more and not work as much. And it's hard for my personality type because I'm always in my mind from a corporate, from a young child, I was always trained on being the best um, and, and being competitive and wanting to exceed expectations. Well, why do you think I'm stressed? How do you exceed the expectations of God? <laughs> and that is stressful. I don't really care about man, but it's like, if I'm doing something, I want to offer my very best to God the same way I gave my corporate 
um, companies that I worked for my best and was ranked top in this and top in that, I want to give God my best. But the Lord wants me to not worry about using my man-made ideas of success and power and authority, but to allow myself to do what he's called me to do and let him do what he needs to do with it. And that's a battle for me. I don't know if, if you guys understand that or can get it, but it's hard because I want I want to ensure that I'm doing my very best for the Lord because I feel like that's what I've always offered my whole life. So why would I offer him less? So when the service was over, we left. I had my vial of oil. My husband had his. We heard testimonies of people who drank the oil and how they had better digestive issues. A friend of mine, she drank it and got healed of internal um, medical issues. And so I only have good news and good praise and good testimony about my experience there. There was nothing that seemed that wasn't biblical. There wasn't anything that I had not seen before. Um, so for me, it's definitely a service I would go to again. I don't know how long the service will be going on, but I heard people testify that the night after they went that same evening, that they had body parts healed or different things healed. And some people said it was the next day, some people the next week. I am leaving expecting because one of the words of the woman who got up off the floor that was prophesying was was like she was excited and told me that I should be expectant, be expectant for what's happening. And I'm about to launch something in the next couple of weeks. So I am expecting and I'm always expecting God to surprise me, to bless me. And I want you to be expecting. So if you get the chance to go and you might have oil of your own and you can lay hands on yourself today and be expectant, you can, you know, get with a friend and you guys pray the power of the Lord. It's not going to only happen in Dalton and in the oil flowing ministry. God is available in all places. When I got home, and I was washing some dishes and thinking about the oil. It made me think of the the women and making sure that their oil lamps were full. We have the ability to make sure our heart is right and our heart is full. When I left and was driving home, driving back that hour and 40 minutes, my chest felt full. My I just felt a warmness in my chest. And what did... The minister pray over me for more love, right? My chest felt full and my head felt a little, it still feels a little loopy. Um, and I don't know what that is, but heck, I know it's the Lord doing what he needs to do in renewing my mind and renewing my heart and restoring my energy, whatever's going on. I'm in, I'm open to receive 
God's blessings and that newness and that renewed spirit. And so I ask you for yourself in your journal to, to ask yourself what right now that doesn't matter what oil you have access to, that you stand in faith with me for yourself and you say, Lord, maybe it's a physical healing. Maybe you have pain. And I would ask you, whether it's you or you and your husband, you and get another prayer warrior together and just lay hands on that area and pray and pray till that pain subsides. Anytime in the healing room, when we pray for people, we go after pain first, anything that's of pain. Because guess what? The Lord will raise your faith when you feel that pain subside. It encourages you to be bold to ask for more. And I want you to do that exactly. I want you to be activated that you don't have to be a minister. You don't have to have been through some training. You don't, you don't have to have had someone say that you're anointed and appointed and all of these other special things. If you said, Lord Jesus Christ, come into my heart. I believe that you died for my sins. I believe that by your blood, I am saved. I am healed. I am no longer an orphan and I am a new creature. Then you have the authority and the power to pray your, for your healing, for your marriage, for your job, for your finances, over your children and over any parts of you that's ailing right now. That is what the word says. That is what God says. And I want you to stand in agreement with me right now for your healing. I want your voice to be heard, to raise up and give God praise, give him testimony, to give him honor, to give him the glory for what he's going to bring to your life. I know that the Lord answers prayers because he has done it for me over and over again. You know it as well. And you did an exercise this week, giving glory and documenting your history with God of blessings and breakthroughs. And right now, you may be in need of a breakthrough. And I want you to stand confidently and pray it in and, and say that I declare it over my life. So I thank you for listening to this testimony and I really believe in my heart and how, why I say that I, I first met Jesus when I got there, because when I came, when I was leaving and saw my husband was in the back and we were going to walk out, this is what my husband said to me. Now, we never, excuse me, talked about the gentleman. My husband said to me, do you think it was strange that that guy, that came out to us to tell us to park. Why was he there? He asked the same question I asked and said, it was so odd that we also, that we even saw him. And he came, he walked out the door for us. And so we both were like, I said to him, you know, when I was in the restroom, I said, that was the Lord. I never saw it. Well, the place was packed with people, but I never saw that man or never saw how he even got there to because there was no like back entrances or anything. There were people going in and out of. 
but we both had this uncomfortable feeling that was good about who was that man that directed us on how to get get in and get our parking space quick enough. And so I know that there are angels that the Lord has around about us. And I have had experience with the Lord's angels in my life. And so I know that the Lord has angels round about you, guiding you and leading you. And I pray that you take their direction, that when they give you direction to go somewhere, that you will go and that you will receive what the Lord has in store for you. I send you blessings today and I say, God bless you. And we will talk tomorrow and continue in the book of Joshua. I send you love and I send you peace in Jesus name.